Welcome to Not Another Podcast featuring Jade and MJK. This is Not Another Podcast with Jade. I'm MJK. And this is where we discuss all things pop culture. All things pop culture. Welcome everyone to season two of Not Another Podcast. That's right. We're doing this shit in seasons. Seasons. Season it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a good chef. Yes. To make, put all these ingredients together and make quality meals for you to all enjoy. And hand, sh- hand to pen. And I'm shit sure. out like a <laughs> <laughs> um, We are going to be trialing. That's deep, man. That's deep. A different structure this season. We're going to put our episodes into segments. To break up the listening experience for you all at home, we will, at the start of each episode, talk about and set up what those segments will be as a bit of a content page, so you know what's coming. Sometimes those segments will change or be in different orders, so we'll make sure that we set that up at the start of each episode for you. So today, we're going to be discussing what we're currently watching, playing, reading, what we've recently seen. Jade's going to give us some gossip. I'm going to give you some celebrity, celebrity news and gossip around TV and film, books, etc. Then each week we will still have a weekly topic, not necessarily genres, that we can discuss in a little more detail. Then we're going to take questions from listeners. So if you do have anything that you want MJK and I to discuss at length or at least answer or give our opinion on, uh, please send those in via our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram. We have one today um, that we will discuss a little bit later, obviously, and we'll mention who that's from. Very much looking forward to those. And then we will discuss the trailers that have dropped this week and what we're thinking about those, what's coming out this week in the cinema, on Netflix, in the gaming world, and that's basically where it will end. And that's... Everything needs a good end. Like you said, shitting it out later. <laughs> exactly. How beautiful. All right, Jada, so what you watching, what you listening to, what you reading, whose balls you're fondling, all the jazz? <laughs> what I'm playing? Yes, yes. I'm talking about PS4 controllers, children. Yes. Sitting at home. Got to fondle um, those controllers. <laughs> well, I thought I'd stick to a bit of a shorter list because, as I told you, I watch... Easily one to four episodes of something, not the same show, different shows yeah, I each night. don't know how you have Just time to do that. good routine and structure. <laughs> <laughs> having no children, having no partner makes me have more time for these sorts of things. Yeah, television's life, man. That's right. I remember asking a couple of ex-students, I caught up with them, said, oh, you know, such and such, I see you, you know, you're going well with your boyfriend and you're going well with yours as well. And then I turned to the other girl. So it was three of them, I said, and such and such, how are you going? She goes, I've been watching a lot of TV. <laughs> I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> I laughed across nice. the table. Anyway, I've stuck to shows I'm currently watching with other people, okay. besides from one, um, because as I said, the list is a little bit too long, but when really good episodes are happening, that's when I'll throw them in. Okay. So one of them I'm actually watching for myself uh, via Netflix is Designated Survivor, which has Keitha Sutherland as the... Designated survivor? Designated president after the US president is killed. Oh, right. The reason I watched the pilot to begin with is Maggie Q yes. plays a cop within it, so that was my lead in to show some interest. Jade loves her Maggie Q. So my dog is named after Maggie Q, so it's very exciting. Is Maggie Q. <laughs> <laughs> my birth certificate, Maggie Q. <laughs> no, just Maggie. Mags. Um, she's my inspo because of Nikita. Mm-hmm. Um, but Keitha Sutherland's good, and Keitha Sutherland's wife, I forget the actress's name, but she was David Duchovny's wife in Californication. Right. So there's a few familiar faces popping up, and it's one of those, and you've mentioned it before, TV show, TV shows, not Netflix shows. Because it, because it, it has those heightened yeah, yep. moments before the ad breaks. Right. So I find the, the thrill of that and the... The pace of the show, very, very appealing. And he's the president. There's just something always going on. One thing is sort of controlled and dealt with and resolved mm-hmm. or not. And then something else is happening. It's like, oh, now you've got to deal with this. Like a second terrorist act or... So it's like 24, but he's a president now. 
Yeah, but there's no time clock. <laughs> there's no clock running it's down not, the bottom. It's, it's not I just really like the pace of it. I do like the actors. I'm very intrigued. I've still got. I've only watched probably ten episodes out of the forty-two that are up there Jesus. over the two seasons. Again, that's a difference too with the TV episodes. Is twenty-one episodes per season. You get a Netflix show. It's thirteen or something. Ten or eight. Eight. Even, yeah. Some are six. So yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I've got three episodes left of American Gods. I've watched three episodes of Titans. I've got three episodes to go of Punisher. Titans is on Netflix, right? Yeah. Do you recommend that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right, continue. I've watched two of Sex Education. And here we go. I will admit this. Unfortunately, I am currently watching oh, Australia's God. Married at First Sight. Jay, no. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, my housemate Luke's like, you've got to watch it. It's really good. I've watched it. Watch it with me. At least look at episode one. And like all, well, most reality TV and me, I got roped in. Did, still forever. did not want to be watching those few episodes later. But it was more of a bonding thing to do with Luke, yep, yep. who really is into it. And now I'm loving to hate some of the people that are on there, loving to love some of the couples, and just get sucked in by its advertising at the end of each of next week. <laughs> As you do. Oh, chaos begins. Yeah, I love those those catchy words, like, the, you have to tune in words. Like, oh. All hell breaks loose, and it's literally just a woman like drunkenly like <laughs> swinging her champagne. Yeah. It's like you bastard. <laughs> they do on Kardashians all the time, like they'll never speak again. They're like fighting, and it comes back like, yeah, right, I'll forgive you. They just move on. Like no, they edited it very well there. Yeah. Um, I just yes. downloaded because we've put it up on our social media. Um, the PSN free game this month, or one of them, is Hitman. It's episodic, so I've just downloaded that and I've played the opening mission, which is just a training facility to learn the controls and all the different ways of actually moving about the levels. Sounds shit ass. <laughs> Hitman? Yeah, I like Hitman. Oh, cool. You know who was a great Hitman? Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Boom, because I discussed this with Scusey Friday Night, like, I have not seen that film in a long time. Mm -hmm. I said, is it even on Blu-ray? We looked it up and it's one of the two for 20 or three for 20 titles currently at JB Hi-Fi. Ah, okay. I said, that'd be tempting because it makes it very cheap per title mm -hmm. and it would be worth a rewatch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought he was okay. Yeah. There's been a couple better than okay. of them. Yeah, I think the, the Australian dude, um, I think he played the oh, recent. Oh, yes, Hitman. correct. I'm trying to think of his name. And then also the Timothy Oliphant Punisher has, what's her name? She's the Bond girl, wasn't she? Olga. Did you say Timothy Oliphant Punisher? Uh, did I say Punisher? Yeah, wow, you did. I meant Hitman. Wow, I've got Punisher on the brain. I need to finish that. Jade's very hungover. Oh, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. So currently playing Hitman, and I've almost finished reading. Caroline Kepner's You. I watched the TV series on Netflix. I saw the book there. I grabbed it from QBD. Um, just to see how it differentiates from the TV series, which is already very creepy because it's a guy literally stalking a girl in order to pursue her in a relationship. And it's narrated from his point of view. And a lot of people, a few people now have said to me, yeah, it's got that Dexter vibe. The look of it, that narration, the vibe of it, the point of view of a, a person who shouldn't really be a protagonist or a likeable yeah. person. Yeah. But what I'm finding in the book is that he's even less likeable. You know, you've got two very different audiences in books and TV. Yeah. You've got to make them a little, little more likeable um, on TV. So there's no redeemable qualities to him in the book. In the show, he is a protector for his young neighbour who's in experiencing a lot of um, domestic violence and those sorts of things. So he's redeemable in the way he protects this young boy, stands up for him, feeds him, gives him books to read. Feeds him? Yeah, like he never seems to have any food. So he'll come home and give him his Subway or whatever he's just bought. Oh, yeah, because so the boy's always sorry, sitting outside the room. Sorry, when you feed said him, feed him, you? I literally thought he was oh like, like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, give me, hey, do you want this sandwich? He's like, no, it's okay, it's yours. And he'll lie and say, no, I've actually got more food inside. I just wanted to really eat this. He's like, okay, thank you. So he has these redeemable qualities in the book. No, and it's much more perverse. It is disturbingly perverse and provocative and 
the things he says to himself about the girl that he's interested in. So and he's just like... His sexuality is Masturbating like, behind a tree all the pretty time. Pretty much. Yeah. He, it's the things he says he wants to do to her. The things he's... It's like full on. And I've only got a handful of pages left. So I really want to try and finish that in the next couple of days. Then movies. Just two. I watched The Favourite with Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. That's out in the cinemas now. Beautiful. Beautiful. Which is Yagos Lanthimos. I don't know how to say his name. It's only his third English-speaking film. The other two with Rachel Weisz, Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman. So the sacred art of killing the uh, sacred something deer. <laughs> the killing of the sacred deer. It's really weird. Okay. And the lobster are very, very weird. But the favourite is less weird. It makes more sense. It's easier to follow. It's not some extreme thing of you must find a lover in 45 days or be turned into an animal and sent into the wild. It's just about the relationship between three women way back when. And rewatched Baby Driver Friday Night with Luke and excuse me. And Luke had never seen it before, so he was loving it. Just the, the action sequences, the music, you the say, 80s soundtrack. It's a decent soundtrack. Very good soundtrack. And yeah, just Edgar Wright always has really good pace to his films. What else has he done? Um, Hot Fuzz. Right. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. And oh, Scott that's... Pilgrim. He did Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he used to be married to Anna Kendrick. Used to be. Because she's briefly in Scott Pilgrim, right? Well, yeah, she's yeah. Scotty's sister. Yeah, and that's how they met, and they were married for a time, but they are now divorced. What have you been watching, playing, reading? That's a good segue because I did recently just watch Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim. versus the World Perfect. for the I think the first time since we saw it in the cinema together. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I forgot how wow. fucking good that movie is. Yeah. So ridiculous. I do need to rewatch it. When he like he busts that first guy into coins and he's like, ooh, coins. You know, he's it's just funny. It's great. It's got a lot of great cameos and celebrities yeah it's it's a the depth chart for the Mm. celebrities in that movie is fucking brilliant isn't um brandon ralph in that he was once superman now in legends yeah yes that's so cool he's he's the vegan that doesn't know the chicken (laughs) (laughs) chickens go in and a young brie larson's in it really yeah it's scotty's ex-girlfriend yeah oh that's hilarious and what's the actress's name who plays the main love interest uh, that would be Mary Elizabeth White. She's the one who went on to 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's the one, yeah. And she's the same one playing the Huntress in the upcoming Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn. I don't know about that, I'm but probably. Sure, yeah. She's And she was also John McClane's daughter, Lucy McClane, in Die Hard 4.2. Ooh, 4.0. Good yes. movie. Yeah, decent. Again, Timothy Oliphant. Ah! And Maggie Q! Hey! Good. Again, depth chart in that movie's <laughs> great. I've been... No one mentioned Justin oh, Long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's mate. He's all right. He's nah, he's all right. Uh, something you'll be happy that I did. Mm-hmm. I watched Where the Millers. Oh, yay. You hadn't seen it before. No, because... Yeah, yeah, I know. Aniston. Why? And Sudeikis. Sudeikis and Ed Helms. Oh, they're all in that, but you still watched it? Yeah. I'm impressed. Because you turn away a film if just one of them's in it and then yep. all three are in So why did you watch it then? Stacey was pumping it up pretty hard. She's like, have oh, I ever steered you wrong? Thank you, Stacey. We're yeah. going to get you on one episode. Yes. Uh, so she, she pumped it up. She was like, it's, yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. And I did not regret it, <laughs> even though... Have you noticed Jennifer Aniston doesn't have lips? <laughs> she doesn't have lips. <laughs> she has lips, but... They're, they're okay. almost non-existent. You know what? Good. I'd rather her have those lips than Courtney Cox's current lips. Okay, fair. Right? However. Fake and ugly. It's, it was Sorry, Courtney. Terrible. Love you, but oh, it's hard. It's a hard watch well, now. You're the one that said it. I know. I think, I She's think never Courtney gonna Cox is a beautiful... <laughs> <laughs> she once was on People magazine, 50 Most Beautiful People in the World, circa season two of Friends. Now, not so much. She was, a, she was a gorgeous woman. Mm. Well, she still kind of is, I suppose. Oh man, now I'm being a jerk. <laughs> I watched uh, something that came out recently on the old Blu-ray, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, nice. That's another deep cast. That, yeah, depth chart on that cast is brilliant. Uh, you haven't seen it, have you? Mm-mm. Fucking good movie, man. Yeah. It's segmented, like... What genre is it? Uh, thriller, yeah, okay. I guess you'd call it. So it's it kind of does the whole follows one person for however long and then you see it from another person's perspective kind of thing and mm-hmm. it ties everything together. Nice, I like that. Um, John Hamm's great in it. Nice. I am a big fan. Of, of the ham. Of the ham. I am the <laughs> fan. I love ham. 
And Chris Hemsworth, very lean oh, that's right. Chris Chris Hemsworth. Wow, so not Thor big. No, he had to apparently lose 30, 40 pounds for Jeez. the role. He plays a cult leader. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's fucking awesome in it. Oh, Is he your favourite Hemsworth? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Chris. Yeah, Miley's my favourite Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miley is... She's awesome. It's a fair call. You, yeah. you can say that now. She is my favourite Hemsworth. <laughs> she is high on the depth chart of the, the Hemsworth family. Oh my god. She's great. But yeah, I highly recommend watching Bad Times with the Elf. Yeah, King. Because like we've just touched on, great cast. Yeah. Um, brilliant music. It's like 70s, okay. 60s. Oh, right. I didn't know era. that. So it's got a lot of the old timely music, which you probably hate. But well, that would be like Tarantino's new film with DiCaprio and... Mm-hmm. It has hit. For it... To me, it kind of almost had like a Tarantino vibe in this, in the way it was Ooh, okay. presented. Yep. Um, and also with the just the, yeah. the really good characters that they had on there. Everyone was very different. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're watching it and you're like, wait, I'm sorry, who's this guy again? Which you do with like yeah. movies. And often the thing that will get me to watch a movie is who's in it. Yeah. So when and you've well, got... It's the, and it's the opposite for me. If people are in certain films, I will not watch them. Yeah. But I'm, I'm learning something about oh, myself. Yeah. Now. I'm trusting people. Trust, <laughs> just trust, like, those good, solid recommendations. Yeah. I watched uh, Ye Old Bo Raps, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. And you liked it? Not really. Yeah. Was... I've, had, I've heard mixed reviews, too, from people. It's just... It, it felt so contrived. Mm. Like, you're looking at it and you're like, okay, we've got a two-hour movie here. You need to fit everything in. Yeah. But it's just the way certain things are happening. You, you just look at it and you go, nah, it definitely didn't happen that way. And then I was looking up trivia and a lot of it didn't happen the way it did in the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, see, you want them to get that right when yeah. you're watching a bio. Yeah. But it's it's like um, straight out of Compton. Like, I love Dr. Dre, Ice Cube. Um, I've seen that. There's a lot of contrived shit in that. Like, oh, I thought the movie was really good. But yeah, they, same. Like, just watching it, I'm like, that's not how it happened. Damn. And they do that a lot. They did it with the same with the Biggie Smalls movie. Like, oh, yes? at the end when he's tying everything up neatly, like, mm. oh, yeah, you know. And it's like, oh, yeah, Biggie, you the man. It's just like, that didn't happen. Yes. Yeah. Because his mum was producing the movie. He had to look like a you, good guy. Yeah, and you get why they put those elements in there. Yeah, I'm, I recommend but, watching Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, it's, I it's, still do, because the lead actor looks like he's done a very good job. He did an amazing job. Yeah, it's like Freddie. The, the story just felt just okay. so controlled. And you want those sorts of things to be factually accurate. Correct. Because like, you don't want to watch it and be like, oh, that's how it happened. And, no, it and believe happen. it. Yeah. And then have your information wrong. But it's worth it just because if you're a fan of the music of Queen, it's, oh, yeah. it's good. So I, every song as well, I was like, fuck, I forgot this was how yeah, good this song yeah. was. And just it kept going. It's I'm a like, long list. They, they, They'd be selling a lot of records at the moment yeah, because of that absolutely. film. Absolutely. Like they've just released the pop vinyls from as well. Stacey's gone nuts. She's been buying oh, all no the, way. Yeah, <laughs> the Queen pops. Oh my god, she's got so many of them now. She does. Well, it's now I've moved in and I'm pitching in on a rent. She has more disposable income. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> Good point. I just want to point out that I watched the Super Bowl as well. Yeah, nice. Were you going for Patriots or Rams? Always going for the Pats. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Not a Tom Brady fan, but got to go for okay. New England. Yeah. Yep. They're winning them all for the last three, right? Uh, uh, they've won like six out of the last nine, I think. What? No, nah, that's probably not right. But they, no, but it's up there. Some people are like, oh, they've been winning for ages. Brady's got the most <clears throat> Super Bowl Wins of anyone now. Mm-hmm. So that's good for him. It's a name I know actually. And the uh, the halftime show was was brilliant. Maroon Five. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, about halftime heat for WWE. It was great. Fuck oh, Maroon Five. Oh God! I'm like, did go, you like when Adam Levine took his shirt off? I hate that guy. <laughs> Can't stand that. There's fuck. a lot of snap and hype, Snapchat hype about that. My God. Yeah, Snapchat quote unquote hype. Hype. Yep. And uh, ooh, what else? What else have we been watching? You uh, did watch something I lent you. District 9. Yes. That started off amazingly. And yeah. I fucking, I just love the South African accent. Yeah. Man. That's a strong part of that film. And, uh, oh, oh my God. Just everything you were saying, like, look at this here. You want some kit food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I always get that one in the New Zealand one. Like, oh, yeah. A bit of overlap there. There, There is, yeah. I think, I think they do sound very similar. That was good. I like that. I really like, uh, what is his name? The director, Neil Blumkamp or something. Yes, yep. Uh, he's great, again. Mm-hmm. And That's why I was surprised you hadn't seen it, because you love Elysium and you loved Chappie. Well, as we touched on off-air, I figured out why I hadn't seen District 9. Two t- reasons. Do tell. 
I thought it was a kids' film. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that's crazy. That tied into that, and uh, it was presented by Peter Jackson. Who, yeah. You're like, I don't need to see another no. Peter Jackson film. I was like, fuck, I don't want to listen to Talking Trees again. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, Mortal Engines didn't seem to do that well. Yeah. So. South Park, I've been watching a lot of South Park. I'm I, just, just... I saw the DVD sitting over yeah, there on the TV yeah. units. Season 7 I'm up to. Nice. So good season. So re-watching from start, you're doing Correct. That. Yeah, yeah, nice. I do that with South Park and American Dad, just because there's so much of it and I can do it comfortably over a couple of months. Yep. And I love my cartoons, so it keeps me busy. And I've started watching ye old, what do you call it, Punisher season two. Oh, finally, nice. Watch How many have you watched? Just, just one, watched yeah. Episode. I've watched ten, so I've got three to go, and I'm like, when am I going to finish this? <laughs> soon, hopefully. Soon. Yeah, I think the 13 episodes thing sometimes does feel like forever. With yeah, sometimes. Episodes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those fifty-five minute episodes mm -hmm. can, yeah, they can drag on a little bit. And what game are you playing for the third time round currently, Mo? <laughs> so I'm playing Red Dead Redemption Two, and like you just said, I'm playing it. I've just started playing it for the third time. Um, I'm gonna have a bold statement here. I actually think it's my favorite game ever. Yeah. Yeah, because it I, seems it. If you're it's that replayable for you. That's a good indication. Well, there's still so much to do. Like, I played it the first time, got through it, you know. I didn't even play it the first one, but I was just like, I really want to play this game because it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Then the second time around, I played it, and I played it straight. Like, because if you do bastardly things, you, you like, have a rating that says you're an arsehole. That's right. If you do nice things, you have a rating that makes you a really nice guy. So I did it as a good guy, and this time around, I'm just going to be a complete bastard and shoot everything. Bastard? How would they say that in South African? Bisted. <laughs> He's a you bisted. Get out of here. Eat some kid food. Do you want that biscuit? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. A biscuit? biscuit. What? But yeah, that's 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 the only game I'm pretty much playing at the moment, which is kind of sad because I've got plenty of other games. <laughs> Do you like there's other games I didn't finish yet? Yeah. That yeah. I could get to. I bought South Park the Fractured But Whole uh, oh. game, and I played that I think for a good solid two hours. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, and then just went straight back to Red Dead. So there's stuff... Showing that Red Dead's holding up then. Yeah. And again, I've been playing it since it came out. Yeah. And again, we're on to the third time. So I've You were playing it before life. we were recording season one of mm -hmm. another podcast. It's like, still we got season five, still playing yeah, Red probably, Dead. Yeah, probably. Red Dead 2. We'll see how long that holds up. Yeah. But that's, that's me. That is what's keeping me busy. Good. News and gossip. Rachel Scarston has been cast as Batwoman's villain, season one villain. So Batwoman first appeared in the latest Arrowverse crossover. So she appeared in episode three out of four on Arrow when they go and visit Gotham. Very cool episode. And we do meet Batwoman and Kate Kane, who is Batwoman, played by Ruby Rose. Um, I've read all the comics, so I did appreciate them getting a lot of that right. And anyway, they've cast Rachel Scarston as, all I know is she's, her name is Alice, and she's going to be the equivalent of Batman's Joker. So hold up, Batwoman has its own TV show now. Batwoman will, because of the success of that cameo and what they've been doing to set it up and the casting and all of this stuff, it will get its own series. It will have to be around... I'm going to say June, July, like the middle of the year. Yep. It's in production as we speak. Mazel tov to, to the cast, I suppose. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, now, there's a couple of rumours flying around. First is about who they're going to cast as the next Batman. And at the top of the list oh, is Jesus Robert Christ. Patterson of Twilight fame. What? You can't. You can't put <laughs> you, you, that guy... In a Batman costume. Uh, look, I, I Not even myself. on Halloween. <laughs> that needs to stay as far away from Batman as possible. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no, we'll see how that one plays out. Him and his massive forehead can fuck off. Now, one you might be more on board with is another rumour Bradley Cooper set to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, after obviously all this success with A Star is Born. He's put himself on the director's map. He's obviously already a part of Guardians as the voice of... Yeah, we had a brief chat about this. Do you think he's ever actually been on yeah. set for a Guardians movie? I don't think he needs to be because well, he's wasn't. not like he, they're using his body and shape and mouth to do all the animation. The on-set Rocket is um, 
James, was James Gunn's brother. I forget his name. Something Gunn. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, he's also in the movies. He's he's like the hillbilly guy that follows around um, the blue guy. God damn, I can't remember <laughs> shit right now. Anyway, but he was the on-set <laughs> rocket. Okay. So I just don't think Bradley Cooper was ever there. So it would just be interesting if, yeah. if he's on set <laughs> for... Uh, he'll be yeah. like, oh, so this is how he's the audience like, was Oh, made. you're Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of green screen around here. So our topic for today's episode, so our main topic, what we'll spend a little more time talking about, is Marvel on Netflix. Because these are all Marvel or Netflix originals, I should say, which is what we discussed at length in episode seven in season one. But we said we would save Marvel for another time. So here we are today to remind you that is Daredevil. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, The Punisher. Look at you going, chronological Boom. order. Nailed right. it. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts. Well, we'll You've go... seen them all? Like, let's start well, with that. Yeah, I've seen at least one season of everything. Okay. Okay. Um, so Daredevil, season one, yep. broke some serious ground. Mm. It came at a good time. And it was the first of them too, so it was, you know, setting everything up in the right way. And it was fantastic. It was just the right amount of violence, good solid stories. Very solid storytelling. Daredevil was a good character. Kingpin was a great villain to that. Oh, Kingpin uh, is the highlight of what, season one and three. So yeah, that's why I need to get on to season yeah. two. Season two of Daredevil, however, introducing the Punisher mm -hmm. was freaking mint. That was good to see the Punisher introduced. And I enjoyed Electra being introduced yes, as well. Yep, Way she... better than Jennifer Garner. And old mate, whoever plays Daredevil, much better than Ben Affleck. Oh, yes, <laughs> Not yes. Not that we're comparing the two. I'm like, Matthew Murdoch? Nope. <laughs> That's the character, Jane. <laughs> no, but just seeing Punisher that first moment when you see the back of his head with that fucking army issue haircut yeah. and his walk. I just, as soon as I saw him, do I, was, very I good believed Punisher. him as Frank yeah. Castle. I was yeah. just like, I love that guy. Mm -hmm. Johnny Burns, I was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. I reckon he would make a great anything he plays. There well, he go. pops up very briefly as that very small, almost cameo-type role in Baby Driver. So Friday night, he popped up oh, in there as one of right. the, the crooks. There you go, he's, he's yeah. in that briefly. Cause, yeah, that's Working for Kevin Spacey, well. yeah. John Hamm, your boy. My boy. My boy. The Ham fan. Jamie Foxx. I don't know if he's your, your boy as well. I'm not a big Jamie Foxx fan, but he's, he's all right. He's all right. tattoo on the back of his head. He makes a very good Punisher, definitely. And obviously we saw him, well, I saw him for the first time in Walking Dead. Yes, same. That's where he started to get on people's Shame. radar. Yep. Yeah. He was great in that. And you're not really meant to like him. No. Because it's all from Rick's point of view. I thought he was a fucking mm. prick in that show, but he was, he made a, he was a good prick. Yeah. He's a very believable prick. He's a very believable Punisher, too. And so. so there were two seasons. So there's three seasons of Daredevil. There's been two of Jessica Jones. Very far apart as well. Oh. So season oh 2015 and 2018, I think. For Jess Jones? Yes, Jones. because in between, they obviously did The Defenders, mm -hmm. which only had one season. Already. Six episodes or some shit? Yeah, it was only six, correct. And I hated the time in that. It was literally a day. It was over, yeah, 24 hours, wasn't it? It was fucking painful. Oh, we're jumping all over the shop. Jessica Jones, second Marvel show. A lot yep. of people didn't even know who Jessica Jones was no. before that show came about. Yeah. I only kind of knew her as the love interest of Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, of a course. lot of my Luke Cage comics, they're either married or have some kind of Dating love interest. Or, yep. Um, so, you know, Luke Cage, also known as Power Man. <laughs> so, and yeah. I love all the subtle jabs they do about that in the Luke Cage mm -hmm. series. But Jessica Jones is probably. As a whole series, mm. probably my favourite Marvel, mm. which you'd probably enjoy me I saying because she's a she's Just a the lady. only one female lead, yeah. Yep. Luke Cage, you did not like Luke Cage? Ooh, I pushed myself through season one. I was just not interested in any of the characters. Not even Luke Cage. I, the guy that plays Shades, I fucking hate oh, him. He's the guy from I agree. Sons of Anarchy. He just always looks like he's about to cry. He overacts everything. The only person I like in that is Mashala Ali, who's gone on to win Oscars, and he's getting got his next Oscar nod for Green Book. He got the nod for Moonlight. He's great. That's he all I good. took out of that. He's and fantastic. so For that, I didn't watch season two. And the only one I haven't watched is Iron Fist. I've seen every other season of every other show except season two of Luke Cage and any Iron Fist. I really liked the, the way the music was incorporated in Luke in Cage. In Luke Cage, the yeah. The story for me was a bit lacking, and the fact that it's, he's like Harlem's hero, I thought that was all right. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's the, for me, the notable parts 
is the fact that, you know, Method Man was in an episode and did like a Luke Cage freestyle, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's, you ask me anything else, I'll say the same thing as you. I thought the Michelle Ali was, was a great yeah. hot mouth. Yeah. Sad that his character died yeah. so soon. Uh, I, I liked Black Mariah as well. I yeah. think she's a, a great villain. Because uh, she just, she walks the fine line of, you know, trying to be something and then, you know, okay. she's Doing something else. Yeah, like, like most villains are, is, you know. Yeah, they always have their intentions. Yeah, yeah. very Kingpin-like, you mm. know, he's, he per- perceives himself to the public as, as a local hero where mm-hmm. he's, he's just a, he's a bastard. Behind the scenes, he's not too good. He's a psycho. He's a fucking oh, yeah. psycho. Big and time. He is good. His fight scenes, I thought, were fucking amazing. He's just so believably scary. He is. He's <laughs> big. You believe he could control a city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, and you, you definitely think he's the kind of guy that would be, you know, pouring stuff into the water supply, <laughs> brainwash everybody yeah. and shit. That's, that's the kind of crazy the guy is. And did you watch Iron Fist? I did. First yeah. season. So there were two. There's been... They, they, oh, wow. They made it Oops. to a second season, oh, wow. okay. which I tried to watch, but okay. I just got so bored in the first episode. Yeah. First season was also a hard watch for Iron Fist. Yeah. I think he's the only one out of everybody mm-hmm. who I... Just casting-wise, so I was like, this guy? Yeah. You, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, he didn't... And it was hard like day... to watch in Defenders because I hadn't watched Iron Fist. Yeah. So he's the only one... I had the less connection to him, so I just instantly like, nah, I don't really care about your storyline. <laughs> yeah. Show me Jessica Jones, show me Matt Murdock, etc. I'm sure that would have been way better. See, yeah, that, I, that was kind of what made me grumpy too because I yeah. think that came out before Punisher. And I, I was is like, Karen in like one episode or something of Defenders? One or two. Maybe. Briefly. I love that she pops up. She's about to pop up in the next episode of Punisher, episode 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and her husband in real life, blind. Really? Yeah, I found this out a few weeks ago. I just saw, I've started following her on Instagram. I know her from True Blood. Yep. Now she pops up in all of these. It's good that she gets to still have a job popping up in these other shows with Daredevil gone. But yeah, I saw that on her Instagram. Found that very interesting. That just being, you know, indelible. He can't even appreciate I know. beautiful red hair. She's she's gorgeous. So yeah, um, and then yeah, Punisher. We're almost season one. What do you think of season one, Punisher? I didn't like it as much as I liked him in season two of Daredevil. Yeah, I, I just you I, want, I thought yeah. that was perfect. Yeah, they they did that well. I, it was. Very... You like him more in season two then? Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking. It was very slow season one. Correct. It just felt. Almost unnecessary. Again, it comes back to not having those heightened moments with ad breaks, but depends what sort of storytelling you're into. Mm -hmm. If you need the fast pace or if you like the drawn-out narrative that's going into all the depth as well. So um, that's it because we know now that Daredevil's been cancelled. Yeah, this is... And it's apparently all linked to Disney creating its own um, streaming service, Disney owning Marvel. Um, So it may have something to do with that because Luke Cage, Iron Fist... Were cancelled first. I'm assuming Defenders was cancelled. It was no, that was just a what do you call it? Like a it was just a standalone mini series okay. kind of thing. Just so to was, say, like, look, we can bring them all together. If we want. Yeah. But we shouldn't have. Hmm. We made Sigourney Weaver look bad. The Marvel TV shows, yeah, the only one that's still really going now. Well, Jess Jones and Punisher, we have not heard about their fate. Mm-hmm. Um and in terms of outside of Netflix, they had um, what was Captain America's Penny love interest? She Agent Carter. Marvel's Agent Carter aired for a couple of seasons. That got canned. The only one I know is still going is Marvel's Agents of Shield. Is actually Which, still airing. Yeah, I think I only made it to season two with that. Uh, it was a good, watched, really good show. Yeah, I watched four. And I really liked seasons? from what I did see how it tied into. It had um, little links to yeah, this. Yeah, like movies. they were clean up crew uh, after Dark after, World uh, yeah, in Europe. Correct. Uh, doing all the alien shit. I was like, that's me clapping, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it's, it's obviously all happening because they're the agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. who you never see. Yeah, and this is what we were saying before like, Marvel obviously have just do films better. They have their success there. Yes, and they should. For whatever reason. Not do. I really don't Oh, like yes, the and then we, there are rumors, spin-off. yeah. TV shows with like Vision and Scarlet. So it's that's a few because yeah, Vision and Scarlet Witch are one, and then I think Hawkeye's getting one. As Hawkeye well. and or and then uh, one other one as well. What do you know what? Think? Do you know what I would like? Mm-hmm. I'd like for them to do a Rocket Raccoon talk show. <laughs> he's the host, <laughs> and his guests are like 
people in the galaxy. Yes. So you know how Nathan Fillion yes. was supposed to have that cameo? I do. Like, he'd be a great guest on yeah. the show. Where like, he actually gets his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, yeah. Like just it's a little cool half-hour talk show with the. With I think the you guests. should pitch it to Disney. <laughs> Well, I think I, even though he's a foul-mouthed little trash panda, you know, I think I that think little red great. panda. Yeah, and people would tune into that. Groot could be like the leader of the band, and you'd just have like a saxophone or something, <laughs> you know? That'd be cool, man. Think, think of all the people in the the crowd as well. That'd be great. Oh, it'd be going off. Yeah, it'd be sick. That they should do that. Fuck off a Hawkeye mini series and a Scarlet Witch. Yeah, get Rocket Raccoon a talk show, man. I agree. Yeah, thanks. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so this week we have a question from definitely our biggest fan, Luke Green, who does have his own podcast, so I'd like to non-shamelessly drop that here, Daily Gander, available on Podbean and on Pod... Well, it's just called Podcast, isn't it, on the Apple, on the Apple phone. So, yes, Daily Gander, check it out. But Luke has sent in a question... And he asks, does a movie rating affect your decision to watch the film? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do tell in a nutshell. Well, yeah. How does one get in a nutshell like this? Great bloody big nutshell. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Well, for example, something as recent as Venom was originally supposed to have the MA rating and they were going to go in more of a horror direction. Mm Mm-hmm. I then saw that when it was getting released, it just had the M recommended, which if you go from MA to M, that's that's a big jump. It's going to be a difference. So I was like, well, fuck. And it's very noticeable in that movie, the parts that they shot and were like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a horror. And then the rest of it was just like, we're associated with Disney, I guess. So <laughs> let's make this a friendly film. So that immediately kind of ruined yeah. it for me. And again, watching Chappie, seeing that had an MA rating, I was like, fucking sick, this is going to mm, be good. It's going to be heightened. And I'm the guy that, when I go to JB Highfly, I go to the rated R section, not because I'm like, oh, sick, there's going to be titties. A perverse. Yeah, I just like, it's where it's most the of the movies gonna are. The content's going to be real, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. Tarantino movies, a lot of them are rated R. That could be a weekly topic, R-rated content. Right on. I can discuss Banshee. But also, it does a rating like 6.3 out of 10. Oh, that might be. Um, sway your effect. No, because there's a lot of movies that have. Because mm. I, I, I never go on Rotten Tomatoes because they never get it right, in my opinion. Also, Rotten Tomatoes is the worst name for anything ever. Mm-hmm. Fucking ridiculous. However, on IMDb, if something's rated high, like mm-hmm. above an 8, I'm probably more inclined to watch it if, yeah. if I've got zero interest in it, just because I'm like, yeah. well, it, it, it does sway be, you a little bit. It must be yeah. decent. But if, however, if something's rated on, you know, below seven, like, you know, 6.6, you know, barely a pass mark, yeah, if I'm interested in it, yeah, I'm still going to fucking watch and it. And that interest is there because of its background, what you know about already, or the cast that's within it, or mm-hmm. maybe it was how it was pitched in the trailer. There's a lot of different reasons why we jump onto a film. And sometimes all you want is a real fun, dumb action. Correct. And, and this comes up because... Friday night we were trying to just, we looked look through all my Blu-rays. He called out so many we couldn't rewatch, but obviously it was relying on Michael and I agreeing. Two that we got to were two car racing ones, Baby Driver and Death Race. And I'm like, let's go with whatever's rated higher on IMDb. Now it was only by one. Smidgen, yep. Baby Driver was rated higher, but I think Death Race about 6.4 or something like that. I'm going, I still really like that film. We'd hold it up over its rating, we'd still watch it. Pachinko you know, is awesome in yeah. the movie. It's the only character I remember besides... It's the older guy named uh, Ian McShane? No. No, that's someone else. What's the guy's name? I know who you're talking about, yeah. but I'm not going to say it. Damn it. Because I can't remember anything. Oh. But he, he played a good pirate. Yeah. yeah. He was a good pirate. Like, it's just fun. It's kind of exactly what you're looking for. So the rating isn't always... Um, for me, it doesn't sway me. Sometimes you can just tell that a movie's going to be pretty average. It's always interesting to look at the ratings of TV shows as well to go, okay, if this is being rated highly, it is going to probably well, be you, a bit more convincing. When you see episodically as well, you show, can, like episodes, correct. you're more in, like, inclined to watch. And that's, to me, always good when you can see where, and also seasonally, you can see when a show's peaked and then when it's yes. kind of gone but it's beyond its use-by-date kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. I haven't watched Walking Dead in a long time, but 
I've watched and yeah. after about season four the ratings just mm-hmm. slowly are going down mm-hmm. and now they're they're basically all sixes and sevens. Yeah, it's interesting. Sixes and sevens. Sixes and sevens. But for example, the new Halloween movie, mm-hmm. I really wanted to watch that. It's only got a six point seven on AMD. Interesting. I rate it much yeah, higher. I loved it. But you know, that's... You didn't mention it on your recently watched. Uh, I think I talked about it before, maybe. I don't know. I didn't, did maybe, I? You, uh, listened, I you listened to our show. You spoke I to me about it. Oh, uh, yeah. You see, text me or... See, this is the thing. Something like We have conversations <laughs> off air, and I probably think we had them on it. I need to get an on-air sign. Yeah. <laughs> We're not speaking on here right now. That was now. a good fucking movie, though. But, yeah, yeah uh, I will say, yeah, both, both ways to an extent. Yeah. Um, I would say no, in general, it doesn't sway me, but if it has a high rating, I'm more uh, persuaded to just at least check it out mm-hmm. and give it a go. Thank you for your question, Luke. This next segment is about trailers that have been released this week. And or that we've watched recently. Yeah, or that we've watched recently. Correct. Because it might have been something like What Men Want. I just started seeing probably a couple of weeks ago, little TV spots, and then also watched the one on... YouTube, but the TV spot ones in between probably married on first sight, unfortunately. Yeah, there you go. Are a whole lot better because we've got this awesome little bit at the end where the um, the main character's son walks into the bedroom after she's spent the night with someone else there. He's still there in bed. The young kid, the son, has picked up her sexy black lingerie, like the bottom half in particular, and has put it over his head like it's a mask. He's saying, Mom, I really like this mask. Wakanda forever. <laughs> and I laugh out loud even though I've seen it more than once. I'm like, I'm not seeing that movie, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, Black Panther. That's, that's enough laughter. You, that's yeah. probably all the laughter you're going to get from that movie. Now, a big one that dropped recently was Hobbs and Shaw. So the Fast and Furious spin-off, which is probably going to become its own franchise. Mm. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. yes. I what just... do you think? I it looks what you expected so ridiculous. Yes, but that's, that's what, what I expected. That's what it is now. Like you Correct. get a, it's a buddy movie with the Rock and Statham. I like which all, is cool. I like both of them. They're, they're, I think they're two you know heavyweights who definitely deserve they, their if, own. They if they're any two dudes are going to get a yeah. spin-off movie, of course it's going to be them. And I, I like them both better than Vin Diesel. No, oh, I mean that's just mean. <laughs> Do you just hate Jews or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, is the answer. Yeah, you better not. Got locks and bagels over here, uh, but I just I think the evolution of Fast and the Furious it's it's, it's never crazy, yeah it? it's never more obvious that this sh- it shouldn't be where it is but it is yeah it's, it's it started quite, at number five didn't it where it, it was kind of started high, a little silly yeah. went went into more of the not the highest genre but away from just car racing yeah. and into action well the first one was literally a rip off of Point Break thank you yeah the story is identical except instead of surfers you've got guys who drive cars yeah Subaru going undercover yeah. trying to get the story it's identical yeah now you do that for me I hated it because I was like this is a shit Point Break basically and yeah. I'm not a fan yeah. of cars I remember I when it came out cars. you said that you made yeah. that point yeah and I never I didn't watch the second one until recent or well, probably about seven years ago Baz yeah. and I were doing day drinking and we decided to watch that movie <laughs> yeah. thanks Baz you're always a good day drinker <laughs> uh, yeah so we we watched that and I liked the villain in that and I liked the casting um, of I think it was Common in there yes yeah and I was just like oh this isn't bad and then I've never seen Tokyo Drift probably never mm-hmm. will just yeah, the idea, it's a standalone really the idea of it just made me angry yeah <laughs> I was like a fucking movie about drinking. and actually in the, if you're putting them in chronological order that's around should be after number six yeah because mm. and that was what everyone was saying like I think by the fifth one they were like ain't that dude dead yeah with What's the Asian cat yeah and then again like the fourth one I did watch because well, it was when Vin Diesel came back and we do get Gal Gadot yes. in that series yep. we get Michelle Rodriguez back in number six mm-hmm and then now you've got Idris Elba playing like a <gasps> half cyborg man. Yes. Who's like a super villain. And this movie started off with car racing and <laughs> yeah. you know, robbing trucks as they're this moving. This is very true. This it's true. just, you look at that and it's exactly where it should be for all of the wrong reasons. And it's good on And also the only way we're going to believe that Idris Elba can beat the rock and fight is if, if you make him yeah. like mechanical and super If he's robot enhanced. <laughs> Yeah. He's Robocop. He's, he's a robot. He's bad Robocop. He's bad Robocop. He's sexy. 
Very backed up. He is mm, mm, mm. Robo Nodikov. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Another trailer that I know you watched was Child's Play, yeah. which is an obvious remake. Remake of the 80s. Chucky? Chucky's Play, yes. yes. The infamous Chucky. The little... But they left Chucky out of the title. Was it re- No, 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 it was originally called Child's, Child's Play. Play? Okay. There was Child's Play, Child's Play 2. Mm-hmm. Child's Play 3, I believe. Maybe even a Child's Play 4. Oh, and then nice. they started with Bride of Chucky, and I think they did There's they a few just of them. a movie called Chucky yes. semi-recently. I think I've maybe seen one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think of the trailer? I liked the trailer. And who's in it? My girl, Aubrey. Audrey. Aubrey. Aubrey. Jesus, okay. I'm going to kick you. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Aubrey Plaza's in it. Yeah, nice. I fucking love her. She's, she's a mom, which I don't believe. <laughs> I'm believe all enough. With those hips, please. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't ever carried You're doing well. <laughs> that's a mom right there. Oh, mm. oh that's a milf. But yeah. We'll move on. Yeah. Oh, I, I would. Yep. So will you see it? Not in the cinema, but I will definitely watch it at some point. When it comes to DVD. I'll probably, I, Dead Set will probably buy it on Blu-ray. Yes. Yeah. Because it's Aubrey Plaza and it's Chucky. And that's the Chucky franchise. Yeah. The other one... We watched Shaft. Oh man. Shaft 2, really. Can you really call it Shaft 2? Okay, Shaft. <laughs> it's, yeah. It looks very. Look slapstick? It or... looks way more cheeseball than mm, very cheesy. the first Samuel L. Jackson one. So his son comes back, so it's the storyline to do with his son. John Shaft Jr. Mm. And he's taken on the family business, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's the brunt of many jokes in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which. I figured if you're going to be doing a passing of the torch, you probably don't want to make the guy you're passing the torch to look like a fucking mongoloid. And he seems to have issues with violence and... Against women? Conflict <laughs> and violence against women. He's like, isn't anyone here not aggressive or whatever that quote was? Yeah, anyone in Harlem not aggressive yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch that. At a later date also. Yeah, not in the cinemas. I think the one of those three that I... I'm not interested in the last two, to be honest. But I'm 100% seeing Holmes and Shaw. And I'll be seeing it in the cinema. You on the big screen. with a movie like that. Because yeah. it's made... It's definitely better to see shit in the cinema when it's a big action flick like that. Just that that sequence where John Statham gets into the lift and the rock jumps love, down the side I of I love them. how much they flip each other off <laughs> yeah. and say, or mouth fuck you to each yeah. other. I'm just like, this is great, because yeah. while they don't get along, how it's are they going to get, get along to save you. the world? It's going to be interesting. I didn't even realise, because I haven't seen any of those recent Fast and the Furious ah, movies. okay. So, I didn't realise he it's was... only in one, but yeah. Like a MI6 yeah. former agent. He's the guy that killed the Asian guy, right? Staten? Yep, yep, yep. So you're not meant to like him, but you do. I like him. I think he's great. Do you know who I think's great also? Um, the Rock. Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah, I've touched on that, you know. I wish I'd touched that, but... <laughs> I wish my mum married that guy. Because he's a good guy. <laughs> oh, God. That's your alternative ending. <laughs> yeah. For he's, your life. <laughs> he's got that sexy British accent, you know. He's going for him. He's, uh, Things are going well for him. He's a man I would like to touch. Coming out this week in the cinema, obviously in Australia, some of these dates may vary, is obviously this is the week of 10th to the 15th of February. So coming out on the 14th, a nice Valentine's date for those people out there, is Alita Battle Angel. Executive producer is James Cameron. It's directed by Robert Riguez. It's got Jennifer Connelly in it. Looks pretty epic. I'm kind of keen to see it. My housemate is seeing it tomorrow night exclusive four day early lucky him so it'll be interesting to see how what that a, goes what a, what a dick how did he get yeah <laughs> um someone he knows someone he knows has asked him oh, to so go. they fell off the back of a truck is what you're saying yeah okay if bill street could talk is out that is oscar nominated and features regina king who's also also oscar nominated for that film what Men Want comes out. That's the trailer we referenced before. Which you will definitely be seeing. I would not be seeing. <laughs> and Happy Death Day 2. 
You. Happy Death Day to you. Did not see Happy Death Day. That I was horror. actually I was super keen to see it because I liked I liked the trailer, but okay. I've, I've had no means to see it. Yeah, yeah. I think I might see if I can find a way to see that tonight. And it I'm, might be on I'm Netflix gonna, or something. I'm gonna drink heavily <laughs> and I'm gonna message you about it. Please, yes. Like, oh, hey, Jade, you're I have no time to watch it, so let me know. Um, and then coming out on Netflix this week. Unfortunately, Netflix's first dating show called Dating Around. So it's going to be a reality show. Oh my god! On the fourteenth, which will be for me. Friday here. Uh yeah. So I don't, I don't really know what that's going to be like. But... Here's what. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, not watch it. I'm going to give you some homework. <laughs> oh no! I want you to watch the first episode. Okay. And I'll let you can, know what the concept is, and, and we can talk it about up. it next week. Done. I can shit all over it, uh, and <laughs> I can feel good knowing you've wasted some time. And your homework is to try and find Happy Death Day to uh, Happy Death Day, the first one. Look how happy you and are. And let me know how it goes. <laughs> and then also on Netflix, the same day, The Umbrella Academy based on a graphic novel written by the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Gerard. And it stars Ellen Page. I follow her on Instagram, so I've known about this for a little while. It looks a little bit like X-Men, but it's all of these young kids who have superpowers. and They were all they born on the same to, day. To the trailer was interesting. <laughs> the, the women. These women all have, were not pregnant at the start of the day, but they but by are the end given of it, birth. They've given birth. That's such a weird concept. It but is. Up there, um, one of the characters jumps to the future, sees that there is no future, and they have eight days to stop an apocalypse. Yeah. Which, again... Good luck. ...feels very X-Men-y, because there's a guy called Apocalypse in X-Men. This is true. And he brings, that's right, the apocalypse. <laughs> that's where very another X-Men tie-in. Mm. And I will be purchasing on Friday the latest, or the new expansion to Far Cry 5, and it's called... Far Cry New Horizon. So I'm going to play that. I really liked that game. I thought it would be called Far Cry Too Far to Cry. <laughs> but it's based on Far Cry 5, so it doesn't really work. Uh, oh, Too Far to Cry. You're taking it too long. <laughs> I just wanted to say Fire and Cry separately. Look, I'm just like looking for something to play before uh, Division 2 comes out. And play while Red I work Dead out. Redemption 2. Well, I'm going to pick up Hitman, run with that until Friday, so maybe play it once. And then go from there. So that's basically what's out in the cinemas on Netflix. And EV Games will definitely be where I'll hit up Far Cry. Why? Because EV Games are the game specialists. Are you trying to get sponsored by EV Games? Please do. <laughs> <laughs> that or Red Bull. Uh, that's right. Our last reminder, if you have any questions for our segment, questions from listeners, please send them in. Comment on Instagram, on Podbean or on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in this week. You can find our episodes on Podbean, not another podcast with two T's dot podbean.com. And we're also on Facebook and on Instagram with two T's also. We'll see you next week. And that's a wrap.